Hello and welcome. You are listening to Patient Talk Podcast, delivered to you by Omni Health Insights. In this month's episode, I'll be chatting with Dr. Mohamed Al Reda, who's Director of Health Information and Smart Health Development at Dubai Health Authority, who will reveal more on a cutting edge project named NABID. NABID is a health information exchange that integrates or unifies patient data from all public and private facilities in Dubai, resulting in improved quality and patient safety. Welcome, Dr. Reda. Thank you, Brady, for having me here on your show. So these are very exciting times in Dubai. There have been many great developments in recent months, one of which, of course, is in your particular area. As I understand it, the network and analysis backbone for integrated Dubai health project, otherwise known as NABID, was launched with its first phase in October 2021. It's a health information exchange which allows patient medical records to be accessible across all health facilities in Dubai. Would you be able to tell us more about this? Number the project is a health information exchange project if we speak scientifically and technically about the term. So by virtue of its definition, it's exchanging health information about the patient. And it was originally launched in October 2020 to be in line with the Expo 2020 event that we're hosting. Number itself is concerned right now with the health information about the patient to help the doctor make better decisions. So that's in a quick executive summary, if you will. Okay, that's great. So you mentioned that it helps uh, doctors to make better decisions. Will healthcare professionals require any additional training to use this platform or will it be familiar to them? Like any system that's introduced by government Dubai is usually accompanied by proper training to all the users, be it healthcare professionals or administrative users. We, in this instance, focus on the healthcare professionals, i.e. doctors, nurses, physiotherapists and so forth. So we have and will continue to provide physical training and online training has been already offered and will continue to do so. However, what I'd like to reassure you as well is that training is not that difficult. Usability as well is not that difficult. Okay, so how does this work in practice? Is there like a um, a simple interface offered through maybe a web browser or is there a different application altogether? If you were a doctor in in a facility that's already connected to NABOT, you will see the NABOT logo pop up on your screen where once the patient mentioned that they have visited a facility or two before seeing you as a doctor, you would be able, through the login provided by that novel logo, be able to log in seamlessly into that patient's file. So it's only a matter of looking out for the NABOT logo and logging into the patient's electronic medical record. That will open to you the other windows automatically and extract data from other facilities that the patient has been to. Okay, that makes sense. So to date, how many providers are currently using the system and going forward into coming months? So right now we have 204 connected facilities, and that is jointly between Dubai Health Authority and the Ministry of Health and Prevention. We have 25 connected electronic medical records. So we have 25 different systems that NABOL speaks to, providing access to 26,600 healthcare professionals. Now, we also have access to 7.2 million records. So that's a lot of numbers of records that we have access to. That doesn't mean that or avoids that each patient could have multiple records. We are now in the process of looking at this duplication of records. And this is, by the way, one of the benefits that the health information exchange system provides. That's a staggering number of records. So we're 7 million. 
it's almost like the size of London. Would it be possible to include past or historic records? So for instance, if I had a record from 2020 from an earlier visit, could that be included possibly, or is this not available at present? So right now we have mandated that three months of past data to be uploaded on our book from the day that facility is connected. As you can imagine, data migration or uploading of past data can be a very taxing project. So in addition to the connectivity or the network connection to now. So what we've thought of is let's start with three months of data right now. And in terms of the validity of health tests, I think a lot of the tests that we saw get expired after a certain period. We chose three months in order to be convenient to the facilities connected in order to also accelerate the network access and connection to NARPOC as well. And with all these records, no doubt there will be perhaps some concern expressed over privacy or protection of this data. How can you safeguard this data protection? Living in the United Arab Emirates, which is quite mature in terms of IT infrastructure and data infrastructure as well. Some refer to it as infrastructure. So we have multiple laws governing process of connectivity in general, and specifically when it comes to healthcare. So I'll just use two examples. We have the UAE Federal Decree Law number 45 of 2021 regarding the protection of data protection that was issued 20th of September 2021. So that, by the way, comes into effect this month or has come into effect a few days ago and will provide a lot of guidance, a lot of clearance in terms of the data protection. We also have specifically now, and I'm using this again as an example, since 2019, a law that specifically governs the use of information and communication technology in healthcare. So this is a very, very unique case where you have a law that specifies the use of ICT in healthcare, and it's been around for quite a while now. By the way, this law took a lot of effort from all government entities led by Ministry of Health and Prevention to come out with such a law, and it was signed by His Highness, the President of the United Arab Emirates. Would you be able to elaborate more on the particular benefits towards patients? So how do we get the most out of this new project? And also correspondingly, I suspect there might be a mobile app, which will make it easier for someone like myself to access health data. But would you be able to share more around that? Right now, the focus on the healthcare professional who is serving the patient. So we'll come to the patient bit in a bit of a later stage. However, right now, what we're trying to really do is prepare the patient's data at whichever facility he or she would like to arrive to. So it's the data at your fingertips for the healthcare professional serving the patient. So imagine you have had some sort of service in facility A and you'd like to now go to facility B. Using another service or using another healthcare speciality, your new doctor should be able to access your healthcare files from the previous facility. Now, I know helps in terms of saving the patient a lot of time, a lot of effort of going and printing a lot of paper and creating a lot of CDs, for example, just for the new doctor to make a decision. So this will save time for the patient, improve the diagnosis that the healthcare professional will provide to the patient. It will certainly avoid errors, avoid medication errors as well. It should avoid readmission for that specific case and decrease duplication of tests. Now, on decreasing duplication of tests, again, we're talking about improving quality, reducing costs, and arriving to that diagnosis faster and in a clearer and safer method. How will this system work in terms of the COVID response? On my phone, I have multiple 
COVID-related apps. I've got Alhazen, for instance, and DHA as well, which contain my vaccination records. It's an opportunity to perhaps integrate these apps under one app, which, of course, will be this particular project, Nabid. You know, when the uh, pandemic started, luckily the United Arab Emirates was very rich in terms of IT infrastructure and health IT applications that can step in and help out with the pandemic. Nabuth had its role as well in the pandemic in terms of specifying bed occupancy for the patient. So as you can imagine, a certain percentage of patients will require admission to hospitals, they will require admission to ICU and will require other facilities as well to be involved in the treatment of the patient. So luckily, we were able to help with that bit. Now, with the interplay of multiple systems around us, yes, Nabod was able to integrate and help out delivery of data on time for the healthcare professional. So we are now growing the exploration of what Nabod can do for the pandemic and in essence to any other response, whether it's an emergency response or an acute response that can help out with allowing the healthcare professionals to appropriately access and securely share the patient's vital medical information electronically. One of the benefits that I'm seeing from all of this is the ability for public health policies to be shaped or informed by all this data. How might that in terms of like population health management or public health policies? Well, we work very closely with our colleagues in uh, the public health department and the uh, public policy department as well. And I can tell you there were so many policies that were created specifically for the NABOB exercise here. And I was very pleased here that our team was able to be futuristic and speculative about what the issues would happen. And these policies came in handy at the time where the users were asking, what are the guidelines and policies for such and such circumstances. So in essence, these think tanks came into effect at a very, very good time to create the right policies to guide the users and the stakeholders. And just going back to the data, data, of course, can mean a lot of different things. Is there a way that perhaps the data can be visualized in a very sort of exciting way by the end user so that they can extrapolate maybe patterns or trends? And I guess, again, this would be more of benefit to those shaping health policies. Right now, the user-friendliness of the system is very acceptable for the healthcare professional to view the patient record. Now, when we arrive to patient portal, which is coming soon, that will also have a very, very visually acceptable and user-friendly way of explaining the healthcare situation for the patient. So obviously, we have to simplify the language that is communicated. We have to simplify the visuals as well and use more of an infographic way of representing this data. So yes, it is doable. And it has been done for the healthcare professional and will be done very soon for the patient as well. Looking ahead, we're seeing lots of exciting technologies emerge, one of which, of course, is artificial intelligence. From your perspective, how might this project evolve to encompass or to harness all these new technologies? I'm guessing that AI might feature somewhere in the future in terms of interpreting the data or helping healthcare professionals to interpret this data. And again, there might be an opportunity for uh, wearables data, I suspect, to be uploaded by the patient to NABID, and that might be integrated somehow with the wider data. But from your point of view, how might this look? Sky is the limit in terms of what you can integrate to, as long as the protocol of integration is applied and complied with. Now, in terms of usability of artificial intelligence algorithms on the NABOT platform, potential is very huge. In fact, we have already started deploying and exploring some algorithms that will help with the logistics part or the administrative part of NABOT. 
Now, coming to the patient side, of course, again, the potential is huge for algorithms in terms of speculating how well this patient will perform with or without this treatment or this medication. So that's all coming soon. And I think there are exciting things that are going to be deployed very soon in the pipeline as well with NABAL and with our colleagues at the Dubai Digital Authority and colleagues at the federal level with the likes of Ministry of Health and Prevention. That sounds very promising. And just looking towards the coming months again, what are your plans for 2022 as regards this project? Um, if we were to connect again, maybe in a year's time, how might this work? As you can imagine, the healthcare sector in Dubai is huge. We have over 3,000 facilities. We are now connected to 200 facilities. And these are 200 very important ones. Amongst them are a lot of the hospitals. Now, in quarter two, 2022, we should be connecting with 100% of the hospitals in the geographical location of the Emirate of Dubai. Now, that leaves us with a huge number of facilities, small, medium enterprises, clinics, polyclinics, daycare centers, pharmacies, and labs. Their task is quite huge, yet it is doable. And I think by 2022, it should be done with everybody being connected on the NABAL platform. So for anyone listening to this episode of a moment and they wish to somehow get involved, whether it's through testing or taking part as an active participant, what would your advice be? Is there any possibility to patients maybe experimenting with an early version of the system? And similarly, how can healthcare providers sign up as participants? Well, thank you very much for having me on this podcast. This is a great awareness session for me and for the NABAL project. We'd like to raise awareness amongst the healthcare professionals that NABAL exists. If you've been trained, please offer this service to your patients, as well as to the patients that are using these facilities already connected to NABAL. Please inform your physician or your doctor or your healthcare provider to go and check your NABAL record before they make any decision. It's very simple. It takes a few minutes to log in and find out your past medical history, your past surgical history, and your medications and allergies, for example, if they need to make an informed decision about your diagnosis. It only takes a few minutes. We've simplified the training. We've simplified the login for them to be able to help you in a better way. And of course, all of this will help avoid readmission, avoid medication error, improve the diagnosis, and decrease duplicate testing for you. Is there anything else that you'd like to add around NABID that perhaps we haven't discussed already? What I'd like to add about NABID as well is that it's a very unique project. We have learned from many cities and many countries around us in terms of what best practices that are available around us. And we're lucky to be having this project right now at this day and age where we're living in a country such as the United Arab Emirates that is rich in data governance laws and IT infrastructure that has helped NABOT achieve the milestones that it has. However, without the healthcare professionals, without the patients knowing about NABOT and using NABOT, I think we'd like to inform them more about this project, about the existence of the project, raise awareness about this project, and increase the usability of NABOT. Thanks once again to Dr. Areda of Dubai Health Authority. If you're interested in taking part, please drop me an email at matthew.brady at informer.com. There are two T's in Matthew. <laughs>